extra special little radio program for you this morning with uh, Helena and I've got a special guest, Rosie. Hello, Rosie, you're on air. Hi. Hello, hello. Now, listeners, Rosie is it's a it's a funny story. I believe it was was it Sarah that was speaking to you. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, we were doing a call met through that. Yes, yes, and so, so this is how things work at Radium Real, listeners. <laughs> a little insight. Uh, someone speaks to someone, a, a volunteer or a listener, and says, ah, this person has a great story or a great testimony or uh, you should get them on air. And so I was like, oh, yes, okay, here we go, here we go. And that is Rosie answering the call. So first, let's let's get to know you a little bit, Rosie. Rosie, where are you actually joining us from us? Uh, where? are you joining us today uh, i'm i live in Durham, um which is near norfolk we've got another norfolk friend on the radio yeah. today and how did you meet up with sarah so we i'm part of i'm in the middle of an adult catechism or catechism teaching course um and it was during a workshop day uh she's completed it halfway through and lagging um and we just kind of got chatting during coffee and tea and biscuits so a catechist so does that mean you you are a catechist at your parish or you're training to become one uh, i'm trained to become one ooh, um ooh. which which sacrament or all of the sacraments oh i don't know uh just i think i'm just generally um i was put up for it just to teach adults um to deepen the faith after um confirmation oh, i that love that it tends to happen so much no, it doesn't happen that much. That's wonderful. Oh, Rosie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to come over to my parish. <laughs> we'll steal you away from. Don't listen, Father J Lord. No, no, she's staying with you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Maybe I can travel back and forth. I don't know where you are. <laughs> We're in Cambridge. There we oh, go. There you go. I have family that will come over and visit. There you go. They. Oh my goodness, this is the Holy Spirit working. Listen here. Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> Oh, Rosie. So, so I. How did you, so? Did someone someone nominated you to take this course? Um. Well, Father Simon in the Norwich Parish. Um, Was just kind of... Father Simon Davies? Yes, yes. Oh, he's a dear friend. It's such a small world. It's such a small world. Yeah, it really is. It's really cool. He just kind of he was saying, you know, you should do this. So, um, because he was a student of the lady who uh, runs it, um, back in Oxford. So he was like, I know her. Get on this. I think you'd be a good fit, so um, that's why. I love it. What's her name? What's the, what's so? What is this course? Just in case, because I know there's listeners with their pens going. Tell me about this course. I mean, <laughs> uh, so her name is uh, Dr. Caroline Ferry. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah, I see. It's such a small world. I know. Dr. <laughs> I just heard her talk. She was at the New Dawn conference, and she was talking yes. about uh, Mary and the uh, her and being the tabernacle for the new. Anyway. Listeners, yeah. you'll have to check it out online. Do Don. She's so, awesome. I love her. Oh, that's so. That was such a small world. All right, all right. So, one thing I'd like to mention: little sidestep, Rosie. Mm -hmm. Listeners, it was just that one person, Father Sam Davies, or another person, is like, "Oh, hey, there's this course, there's this event, there's this retreat, there's this prayer group. I think you'd be a good fit." And Rosie goes along and she does it. This is such a great way to evangelize listeners. It's just, hey, there's this thing happening and I think you you might be interested. One, Rosie, you can back me up or say, no, that's not true. <laughs> One, it, it empowers the person to go, oh, oh, okay. It also maybe 
makes them feel a bit good. Like, oh, well, thank you for thinking of me in general. That's really nice. And let me go see. And it plants a seed of curiosity, too. Like, oh, what is this thing? What what do you see in me that would match up with this thing? So is that true? Or you were like, oh, yeah, cool. There, yeah, I got coffee and tea. Uh, no, you're very right. Um, it's just it kind of gets you in the... Uh... I know, like both sense of duty and sense of ego at the same time. Yes. You're like, oh, really? You're like, you, you've noticed that I exist and that I might be good at this thing. Sure. Oh, I love that. All right. <laughs> so, did you did you have any? Were you doing anything in the parish uh, before this? Uh, I was kind of vaguely involved in the uh, youth group there, but I, I'm 30, so I. I not necessarily considered youth anymore. No, you are. Um, you are, my dear. I'm involved in the. I'm. Uh, I'm 32. Maybe. Maybe oh, not. Nice. No, I'm not. I'm a little bit older. But anyway, so I'm still involved in the youth group. We are all youth. Oh, excellent. They may yeah. not think so, but I'll keep it going. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're vaguely yeah. involved with the youth there. Yeah, I was very new to the faith, so I was um, still sort of, you know, building a network of friends and stuff. Uh oh! Here we go. You've just you just planted the the, the key words. You were new to the faith. Yeah. All right, Rosie. We're sitting. I'm sitting back. I'm getting comfortable. Can you <laughs> can you tell us? Because I think this is what Sarah was like. Oh, Helena, you got to hear this story. I, yeah. I want to hear it. Rosie. Can you tell us uh, the story before the youth group? Before this becoming? Can you share your uh, your coming to faith story with us? I can. It's it's long and um, storied. So um, how about this? Uh, if you hear some music playing, don't, just keep talking. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. It's right. not like the Oscar. Though. No, it's not the Oscar. It's not the Oscar. <laughs> I probably won't do it. But anyway, uh, I'm sitting. I've got my water. I'm ready. I'm excited. Well, listeners, get ready. Uh, if you're driving, do focus. Uh, <laughs> but let's have a. Uh, let's have a. I, I, we haven't had a testimony in forever, so this is really nice. All right, so go for it. Go for it, Rosie. The listeners okay. are all yours. So I uh, grew up like kind of most, I think most people, um, especially people kind of 25 and up who were village primary school, kind of very Christian there, but generally a kind of secular kind of maybe church on Christmas family. Mum was kind of Christian. She's much more Christian now, which is really cool um, because of our conversations. But my dad's a big atheist, so didn't really think about it much growing up, but took it for granted that there was something out there. It's kind of my, my baseline. And then um, kind of as time went on uh, throughout the years, um, I got less and less uh, tied to that, even that kind of vague foundation of Christianity and explored other avenues like uh, voodoo and like um, the occult, the Kabbalah. Uh, usually when I tell people, I have to be like, not horoscopes and crystals, not the kind of the woo-woo kind of vague stuff. I'm talking drawing symbols on the ground and speaking in ancient Hebrew kind of stuff. Like we're talking the dangerous stuff Ooh. um yeah um and i had this lovely uh very protestant friend who was always like are you sure is this really have we considered maybe other avenues are you hmm um and like her sort of uh oversight probably stopped me from making the worst decisions because i never attempted to directly contact anything nasty um or tattoos sort of- did you get any tattoos I have so, not not of the bad stuff, but okay. I have so many. Tattoos. Oh no, tattoos are cool. I just don't think yeah. the bad stuff. It's like, oh, those yeah, are always regret. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, excellent. Yeah. So you you got stopped by this friend that was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> she she kind of she held me back from the very edge of the cliff, I'd say. Um, oh. um but yeah, so I was still tarot and all that kind of stuff. And um, tr- the thing that always kind of got me was that I was never really. This isn't an excuse. This is just an explanation. I was never really taught how to pray. 
So mm. I was sort of, you know, as a child, you kind of say stuff in your head and don't know how to hear back. You don't know how to, you know, get the input. Um, and that's all really good. But it, I, for, I didn't feel like I was building any kind of relationship whenever I prayed. So in kind of my curious attempts to actually kind of explore a world beyond the physical, um, I was sort of trying to crack that open myself, um, which is a bad thing to do, uh, I would say. And um, so I ended up sort of having weird visions, you know, getting kind of weird, like, you know, never voices in the head type stuff, but you get like, you know, really strong instincts to do things. And the funny thing is, is that no matter what you do, you always end up back at the beginning again with this kind of stuff. So you'd be like, maybe I try to get a better job with this. And then you get the interview, you kind of get a job, but it's exactly the same as when you just left. It's, it's oh. never a change. It's always a trick to get you to come back and do it again because it worked but not quite right um so if you do it again maybe you'll get you know what you really want this time and it's a very insidious sort of spiral it's like cooking yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't quite get that, that set right you'll do it one more time exactly yeah it's exactly like that. i'm not listeners i'm so sorry don't keep cooking listeners don't stop cooking <laughs> cooking isn't evil it isn't evil it is, okay. maybe sorry. avoid the terror oh yeah yeah definitely there you go yeah yeah, yeah. Although some of those recipes oh the... mm. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. So, so, <laughs> all right, go for it, go for it. So that's where I was. And um, I was you know, feeling very clever and very like, my life is under control. It's all really cool. And I remember like the very start of my like uh, the very first domino to fall was, um, I think it was just some kind of disillusionment with some figure that I admired, like some, you know, not celebrity, but somebody, you know, a writer or something. And I was like, why is everyone who is, who seems to be decent? Why is there always an asterisk? Why is there always a thing that's, a, that's wrong? Why is there always like, there's always some fall from grace that whenever you kind of admire anyone. And I remember like, kind of just like sitting with that thought for a while and like kind of, in kind of again, like a semi kind of prayer type thing, not directly, but a kind of a feeling. And I got this very strong image behind my eyes with the cross and this kind of sudden understanding of like, well, there are, there are saints. There are people that move up rather than down in their life and they are heroes and they do exist and i you know again because i'm a flawed human being i was like that's neat cool put that to one side carry on <laughs> like glad to know that that's really nice and then just kind of carried on thinking that i could have my cake and eat it too um and then a little bit later i've always liked c.s lewis um kind of grew up a bit with narnia but mainly like i actually like his kind of me christianity and stuff um I remember reading a little bit of him and being like, hmm, his like level of you're not as smart as you think you are. Much smarter people have figured these things out already. Again, kind of shook the foundation of like maybe what I'm doing isn't right because uh. you've had this. You are not the first person to think that you've got spirituality all figured out um, at, in a way that nobody else ever has before. Uh, and then the final thing that actually got me thinking was I kind of got interested in prayer beads. So not just kind of the rosary, but like you know, the Buddhist prayer beads, kind of the overall idea of just having something tangible in your hands that you can kind of pray down or like, you know, meditate over as you kind of, you know, have something physical. And I was like, oh, I'd love to make something like that and just have it as like a, like a tool or just like have it as like a comfort. So I kind of started to make one. And um, I kind of based it vaguely on the, um, the rosary system of kind of 10 and five kind of thing, 10 and four whichever one you kind of go for and I um so I started to build it and once I was praying with it and I immediately got this this 
vision of Mary in a stained glass window and the sudden very strong pull of like this faith did it right and nothing else it can not like nothing else has like everything is you know everything is doomed other than this one thing but it was like what you're doing is not the thing you should be doing over here is actually the truth and actually the, the structure and the and the life you're looking for so i um was like okay cool um and again because i'm a flawed human being i was like i'm listening to that that's really good i'm going to use my tarot to see what to do next <laughs> and <laughs> and i did that and the tarot reading basically because i knew how to do it i've kind of forgotten it all now but i knew what it was at the time all said go to the cathedral on the big hill in town and that's the Catholic church in the in Nor Norwich. And I was like, okay. And then I went, um, met the people, uh, met Father Simon and immediately was like, oh, okay. There are some very smart people here. And that's, everyone has that. Silly. When we meet Father Simon Davies, we're yeah. like, oh, like, oh people are very clever. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the human mind is just an incredible thing all of a sudden. So, so yeah, so I um, and then I started attending and spoke to him and spoke to other priests and was like, I need to confess a few things even before we do, even before the sacrament of confession. I think I need to tell you some things. Um, and fortunately, when they um, checked me out, they were like, You don't seem to have had anything latch onto you. You seem fine. Like you, you've avoided the worst of it. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, so I was, you know, so fortunately, I didn't have anything stuck to me. Um, and so then I just kind of fell into it and I took, you know, the went through the confirmation and learned so much about the faith. I continued reading behind the scenes on like kind of just Thomas Aquinas and again, like me Christianity and Surprised by Joy uh, by C.S. Lewis, like those are the two. Cause C.S. Lewis has this entire section in this book about how he thought he was really clever. He dabbled in the occult. He had the exact same sense of like, these very smart men who came before me almost had it right. But me, who is just <laughs> as clever as them have gotten it completely right. And then realized actually, no, he's dumb. We're all dumb. <laughs> very smart men tend to be more smart than we are and they figured it out and so that kind of moved me and then I read Thomas Aquinas and was like this man is so much smarter than me I was very silly and uh, so that's that's my story that's how I got here I love I, I, I love I, I feel like you you a guardian angel or Mary someone has been has been around uh what was your saint's name what was your saint's name for confirmation uh, I, my confirmation state is St. Joseph. Uh, oh, uh, there you yeah. go. Terror yeah. of demons. Yeah. Uh, yes. Good choice. So there you go. St. Joseph has been around. Oh, and, and protecting you. And listeners, if you are a parent, this is the story that I, I love. I love to hear because my son's only nine or whatever, but I, I feel that. This, I know that there's going to be this curiosity. They're already thinking, I'm smarter than you. They're mm -hmm. having these thoughts already. And I, I think, oh, what's going to happen? But Rosie, you've turned out amazing. So amazing <laughs> that like Father Simon Davies was like, she needs to go become a catechist. And there you go. And who knows what's going to happen? Good things are going to happen. I know that. That's very uh, kind. Oh, well, no, I could feel it. I said, Joseph, say, oh, there we go. Um, I, I, I love that you said that looking back that you you don't think you don't feel like you were really taught how to pray or how to hear back or build this relationship and i think as a as a fellow catechist uh, i've not gone through dr carolyn's training but anyway um but i think i hope that something you guys take away with young people children 
young adults or even adults is that we we do have that part missing in our formation a lot of times is that hearing back and building that relationship uh, with the Lord, with God, the Holy Spirit, Mary, all the saints, it, it, that relationship. It's not just uh, me and some cards or me and this and this and that. It's, it's this two-way interaction with our faith. Yeah, my my Protestant friend um, was so key in that because um, she was raised incredibly Protestant. Like she was very active in her church, you know, her whole life. So she's she was much more involved in that than I was as growing up. And she knew how to pray and she knew how to listen. So she would always be able to tell me like, you know, I was praying on this thing and I had this sense and I got this feeling. And as a child, I was like, what on earth does that mean? <laughs> um, but now I'm like, oh yes, no, I understand. Like obviously not always, you know, you don't always get a response. That's part of being a Christian, part of the relationship you have with God. But you, when you actually do understand you're being guided and that you're hearing things and you know, you're getting that kind of input, you do have a relationship um, it's so much more um it adds so much to a uh, faith it does i usually hear back laughing <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely had that my husband says you have this weird thing that god's laughing at you all the time it's like well, in a good way he's not laughing at me he's laughing with me and the silly mm-hmm. things that, <laughs> that happens oh <laughs> um yeah. oh that's Oh, I think that's also, you had these little people, you had a, a mom, you had, you had this Protestant friend, you have Simon. So God places on our journeys uh, and you had your time in the wilderness. And that is something we all need to accept as well. That so it, A lot of us will need that time in the wilderness. Uh, I believe you said that you're going, I don't know if this was on air or before on air, that you're hoping to help post-confirmation folks at your parish? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the plan anyway. I don't know if that'll come to pass, but that was the original um, thought going into it. Make it a plan, Rosie. Make it happen. Yes, Make it happen. Percent, you know. It needs to happen. It needs to happen because that is, we just had on air earlier this week, uh, Maria. And what happened was she said that she was, uh, she had her confirmation, but then afterwards there's nothing really, you kind of get lost. And, but not only because there might not be anything there in your parish, but you just get wrapped up in school and all those things. God bless you, all you kids getting your results today or in a couple of weeks as well. And it just takes you away from the faith. And there's this time in the wilderness where you're searching. Da, 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 da. And she ended up, it just, she was reading a book as well. See, books are good. And she thought, oh, maybe I'll check out this as a gap year thing. And then God placed all the little things in place. And she ended up taking a nine month time at Craig Lodge, uh, a missionary training kind of a thing. And now she's full of the spirit, ready to go to university and has learned how to hear back, how to build that relationship. Yes. She, I think she pretty much said that same thing, Rosie. So this is my theme for the week. Right, yeah. Um, so I think your time in the wilderness has become, has strengthened you. you, you your muscles need that time to like, and it's done mm. it. And now... You've got this giant brain muscle, thanks to Dr. Caroline as well. And you're going to do amazing things for those kids that if you give them that opportunity, it'll be there. Oh, I love it, Rosie. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to invite you to Cambridge, to our parish, to talk to our kids. I mean, yeah, like, I'd love to. I'll buy you. I'm qualified and okay. I'll get you some biscuits. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, pay me biscuits. I'll be fine. There you go. Rosie, thank you so much for joining us today. We um, Can you give... 
to our listeners, can you give them any advice, whatever age they may be? And if they're if they're in this, they're apparently listening to Radio Maria. So if they're listening to Radio Maria, <laughs> they've got some kind of interest or something. Uh, do you have any encouraging words for them to continue on or whatever? Um, yeah, I would say that um, learning to listen is so important because it lets you feel like you're not um, just praying into a void. You, you know that he's there. And I would also say that the best thing you can do is to find people you admire in the faith, because that is both very humbling and very comforting. See, Rosie, that's going to be you to my youth group. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Please pick Thomas Aquinas, but not me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Be, you'll, you'll bring Thomas Aquinas. There we go. You and him yeah. will go work together. <laughs> Rosie, thank you so much. Sarah Taylor, thank you so much for for bringing Rosie into our Radio Maria community today. Listeners, if I hope this has inspired you as well to share your story, give us an email, info at radiomariaengland.uk. The phone numbers are on the website, radiomariaengland.uk. You you hear our studio number all the time. Do, Do know that we this dialogue and this sharing of faith can just be that little seed that's needed to be create another Rosie. <laughs> uh, Rosie, can we finish with a prayer before I let you go? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, will you be, will you be doing it? I'll do it. Is that, I'm, yes. I, I can see Rosie and she's a bit like, Oh no, you do it. You do it. I will do it. I wasn't prepared. No, I don't. I, 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 I like to spring it on people, but I will, <laughs> I will, I will pray for you. I'm so excited to pray for you as well. All right, here we go. Uh, oh dear Lord, dear mother Mary, Dear St. Joseph, thank you for protecting Rosie in this time. Thank you for leaving her and filling her with the people that she needed at the times she needed them to guide her on this path. God, thank you for all those people that encourage others to find you, to create this relationship, not create, to further this relationship with you, Lord. I pray that Rosie's continues this journey and that she become one of those people to signpost to encourage people to further their faith lord continue to inspire writers uh, artists people that can help people that are looking wondering questioning give them this opportunity to find this encounter with you in your name we pray amen St. Joseph, pray for us. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rosie. God bless. And, and if anybody's listening from Durham, oh, go give Rosie a pat on the back and help her <laughs> with the with the group in Durham coming up in the parish. God bless, Thank my dear. Thank you so much. God bless.